0: Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Okay, so today we're going to deal with the passage Romans 13, which everyone's probably pretty familiar with as far as the direction that we often go to when we look at Romans 13, talking about um, government and those in authority. So Romans 13, starting with 1, Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants, sent for your good, but if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants, sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong, so you must submit to them, and not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. Pay your taxes, too. For these same reasons, the government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. And give respect and honor to those who are in authority. So this is a tricky passage, isn't it? I mean, especially when we get to those... Closing parts about pay your taxes. Uh, Government workers need to be paid. They're serving God and what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Yeah, there's, there's parts when, you know, I live in the city of Chicago, which is a highly, highly taxed city. And it seems like there's a tax for everything. So we get to this point and it says, pay all the government fees. I'm like, oh, like everyone... Even those dumb ones that somebody made up and threw in there and said, hey, like I'm going to tax you for this and for that, and hey, anything else we can think of, we're going to figure out a way to tax you. Now, all of these issues come in, and politically speaking, we can have some issues and can debate for sure the validity of every single one of these taxes that are being you know, brought forth and put on people. But when we're looking at this whole passage, that's you know we won't spend as much time talking about taxation, but more of the God does things in an orderly way. God likes order, and He even structures our governmental structure in an in an orderly way. And says here, this is what I've put in there, and uh, and this is what God is doing. And so, what are we going to do when we don't like it? Are we going to say, God, we don't like you? No. But what are we going to do when we're saying, but I don't like what government does sometimes? Here's a couple of uh, ethical scenarios for you. So imagine you're a Christian farmer living peacefully in colonial America when word comes that a bunch of politicians in Philadelphia have declared independence from Great Britain. You are aware of what Paul teaches in Romans 13 about being in submission to the governmental authorities. What should you do? What side do you take? What if General Washington later says you need to join the revolutionary army? Here's another one. You're living in Germany in the 1930s when Adolf Hitler came to power. You watch with growing horror as he begins to systematically exterminate the Jews. Some of your Jewish neighbors who were good friends are herded off into death camps, never to be seen alive again. Then you hear about a plot to assassinate Hitler, and you're invited to join the conspiracy. If Hitler could be killed, it would conceivably save the lives of millions of Jews. But you're aware of Romans 13, which commands you to be in subject to governmental authorities. What do you do? So is civil disobedience ever Okay. Well, what we see in the Constitution of the United States is that civil disobedience is allowed underneath the Constitution, and so within that realm, we have movement and ability to be able to disobey. Now, what length should we, you know, take it to? You know, should civil disobedience turn into this, uh, you know, domestic terrorism? No, because what that is is saying is like we're going to disregard. I mean, turning the whole system into anarchy is is not what we should be after. But to be able to say there are certain things that we can stand up and say, you know what, this isn't right. And government, you should not be making decisions as these things are unfolding in our lives today. You know, so there's lots of, of examples and things that we can we can uh, talk about. We see civil disobedience happening right now with peaceful protesting. We've seen civil disobedience occurring, you know, whether it was the civil rights in the 60s. We've seen all kinds of things in between there. But we also see, like, you know, pro-life movements who were out there also silently, you know, disobeying, right? They're picketing. And and they're saying, even though the government says that, that it's okay to be able to take the life of the unborn, doesn't mean that we're going to stand up and say, yeah, yeah, we're okay with that. Cool. Because we have to obey our governmental authorities. There are certain things that we are not going to be okay with. And it's in there that we don't necessarily see any ro- wiggle room Right, Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God. Anybody who re- rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And, and this is the tricky thing, because Romans was written under the emperor Nero's reign. So there is no authority that, that we've ever lived in in the United States that's ever been as bad as Nero. Now, I know some people want to throw, you know, names out of politicians, um, presidents, Congress people that are that bad. But they're not ever doing the things that we've seen and know about history that Nero did with the Christians, blaming fires and and destruction on on Christians. And then, you know, crucifying them and using them as lanterns to light the streets. I mean, there is nothing as bad as what we see right now that they weren't dealing with when Paul was writing this letter to the Roman church. And so it's interesting, the dynamic that we can find ourselves in, in being able to say our constitution and our government allows that civil disobedience, but not to the point of terrorism. And so how do we balance those and that's the great and wonderful ways in which we can discuss and we can talk through it to be able to say there is a lot of ethical ground in which we can try to be able to you know be able to work through the gray areas and not just say well there's a simple answer and then blah 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 but it's great conversations that we can have in this arena to still fully understand that god has put those in authority here and he's put them there and we can be in subject to that but also not drink all of their kool-aid all right everybody we'll be back tomorrow with more talk on politics Uh, so have a great day and we will see you then